Get ready for your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation from spiritual entrepreneurs that carry the love and experience to help you find happiness regardless of how your morning starts. Sit back with a coffee or tune in during your morning commute and manifest with us. You're listening to Inspirational Morning with your host, Victoria Scanlon. Welcome back, guys. Happy episode 25. Can you believe it? We are a quarter of the way to 100 episodes, and I'm so pumped. I love every single episode we've ever come up with. This is going to be a good one, and I think now that I've said it out loud, 25 episodes, when we get to 100, I'm going to do something special. I don't know what it is yet, but I'll come up with a plan somewhere, and I'm so grateful to be here. You guys have no idea. I've been so happy doing these episodes again. I love this podcast. It's one of my favorite outlets of expression and creativity I've ever come up with. And I said that like four episodes ago when I started doing this again. I just love it so much. It's amazing. So welcome back to another episode. And currently we are in a waning crescent in Aries. It's almost a new moon again. One of my favorite times of the month. I'm so excited. We have the Aries moon ruling over us and we are going to be seeing lots of changes. It is spring and the body parts that are affected right now are the teeth, tongue, genitals, I'll just say that instead of the word that's written down here, (laughs) the blood and the gallbladder. So basically your throat chakra and your sacral chakra areas Um, so stones that are good for these areas are amethyst, orange, and citrine for sure. Stones that are good for spring in general are aquamarine, amethyst, and rose quartz. Those are specifically good for spring equinox and the season we are in currently. Um, for Aries moons though, the four stones I have is amazonite, which helps you calm your fiery nature and tap into your intuition which is perfect. Even if you're not an Aries, I'm a Virgo. And that right now is something I definitely need in my life. Hematite helps enhance your memory and learn from the mistakes that you've made so as to continue on your important work, no matter what it may be. Red Jasper helps you think before you act and calms your competitive nature. Again, perfect for me. Bloodstone boosts your courage, cleanses your energy, and encourages selflessness. The colors of the season and this moon are going to be green, blue, and pink. And as I said before, our sacral and throat chakra are going to be most affected for the next few days. So eat foods that help those areas of the body, stretch those areas extra, and do what feels right. Things may be feeling a little bit rushed right now for you. They are for me. Uh, to get our goals done and achieve them. Like a deadline is present, right? At least for me. But taking things slow and comfortable is going to win the race right now. Slow and steady wins the race. Isn't that how that saying goes? We got to understand that we are always taken care of and perpetual motion will guide us to the end. Meaning, as long as we take it day by day and we know we're doing our best while putting our own needs and self-care first, we're always going to get to the end goal which is true for fitness journeys, savings goals, and spiritual practices all alike, no matter what your beliefs are. A good example of this from my own personal experiences this week 
is that I worked the last few months tirelessly to save as fast as possible. I paid off over $3,500 in debts. I know it's a lot. Literally did that in the last five days. I've spent over $4,000. I fixed up my car after buying it. There were things that needed done to it. That's a whole story I won't bug you with. And I took care of responsibilities that built up and made me stressed when I couldn't work due to pregnancy and healing from birth. And I completely depleted my savings of over six grand in just the last few days. But I knew all the while that now those things are taken care of. It's a huge weight off my shoulders. And I know in my heart and soul that the world, the universe, universal energy or God, whatever you believe in, sees my efforts and knows the purity in my soul and knows I deserve love and care. And that is the same for you guys always, always, because that is life. That is how things are meant to be, and sometimes I have to remind myself of that, sometimes out loud on my podcast, so that it can remind you guys too. And since I've spent all that money on taking care of these things, I've had a majorly intense sense of urgency to make that savings back again as soon as possible. But I know it will come quicker than it did last time because I'm doing the right thing and still working hard. I meditated on being patient, taking things one a day one day at a time, implementing a monthly budget to learn to stick to, and knowing that a good balance of working hard and taking care of my personal needs, like baby time and self-care, will lead me to my goals at the right pace. And then I made $1,350 in a day. <laughs> Plus, I minted a new NFT from the Gutter Gang. Whatever your goals were for March and are for April, I encourage you to take it at a comfortable pace as well, okay? And find the balance between hard work and self-care that feels right to you. You need to tailor everything I ever say in any podcast to your own life experiences, needs, and beliefs. So while I use this as an outlet to share my experiences and practices to you as an encouragement, you always need to tailor it to what you need. Right now we are nearing a new moon, as I said, in a few days. And as I always do, I encourage you to do these next few things. One, drink plenty of water, please. Take time to breathe and relax. Do a full head-to-toe self-care routine like your, your nails and your toes. Do a skincare routine. Shave your body if you haven't in a week or two or longer. You never know. <laughs> Declutter your home, etc. And you know what? Take time to journal about the greatest moments and accomplishments of March and your goals for April and how you plan to achieve them. I always take this time since it's the beginning of the month to fill out my calendar of appointments, responsibilities, bills, and important tasks, yada yada. And I also fill out daily, weekly, and monthly cleaning tasks to do this month, which keep my home decluttered and clean. <clears throat> How do you keep your house clean? It's something I feel like everyone kind of struggles with. And, you know, there's a lot of people in the world who do not struggle to keep things like perfect, pristine, clean, wiped down, organized. But, you know, in my household, that's something we kind of struggle with. So in order to make it less hard for us to do and just kind of make it a smooth, easy process and something that's always taken care of in a simplified way, I keep a mapped out schedule. So like for an everyday list, we write down on that daily list, we need to do dishes, 
We do trashes. We have a couple through the house. Litter boxes and animal food, laundry, and a few other things. And then every week we sweep and mop, water the plants, declutter different areas of the home, clean out and wipe the fridge, etc. There's a few more on that list too. And then every month we carpet clean, wipe down touchable surfaces like handles on doors and um, light switches and just anything that's like touchy, like doors and mirrors and stuff like that. Um, and then we deep clean. And if we don't map out things like that, we get unorganized and <laughs> things in the house are forgotten. And I want everything to be disinfected and clean as much as possible. So this way really works for me, but I'd be curious to know what your methods are because I'm always looking to improve mine for sure. I'm not perfect, but this is just kind of what works for me. So I wanted to tell you guys because I know a lot of people and even myself until we moved into this home, we didn't really have a structure to it. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, if you notice the trash needs done, do it. If you notice the dishes need done, do them. Try to keep up on them as you dirty them. If laundry needs done, do it. Things like that. But then like sometimes you're just busy and you just throw the laundry in the overpiling basket and move to continue your task or get to work on time. Or after dinner, you're tired of cooking and cleaning through the day or doing whatever you did. You cook dinner, rinse them off, throw them in the sink and you leave them for the next day. My aunt has... I don't know if she still does, but when I lived with her for like five seconds, she had this amazing, amazing way of keeping the kitchen clean. No matter what, before you go to bed, no matter how you handled the situation, when you cleaned, how you cleaned, whatever the case may be, you do not go to bed without cleaning the dishes in the sink. She had a dishwasher, so she could just kind of rinse them off and throw them in the dishwasher, but you don't go to bed without putting all of the dishes in the sink emptying it if there were some in there clean and cleaning off the counters and organizing the kitchen and their house is was always pretty freaking clean so like they obviously kept up with everything well even if there wasn't a mapped out schedule like I have but at least that one rule do not go to bed unless the dishes are taken care of and that's a good rule you wake up the next day you're comfortable making breakfast and they love cooking in that house that's actually kind of what started my inspiration as an adult for cooking at home. I love cooking ever since I've lived there and they're really good. Well, at the time, my uncle, um, Mike was a very good cook and Shannon's always been a good cook. So even so now she still probably cooks amazing food at home. So it was cool to like wake up and make breakfast and you don't have to worry about anything because it's done. So back to the point with me having this schedule, it makes my life way easier. My boyfriend's life and the household very clean and it's kept up without stressing about it. You just, you know, you know, through the day you take an hour to do the daily things because they maybe take an hour at most, especially when you do them every day, sometimes a half an hour. And then you do the one task from the weekly and monthly schedule that's put on that day of the calendar and get it done. And you maybe have an hour of stuff to do and everything's technically always taken care of. And I love it. And that leads me to the thought that a clean and organized home is so good for mental health. I've spoken about my struggles with anxiety and let me tell you, nothing makes me more anxious and disorganized than a dirty house. Dishes in the sink keep me from cooking. Overflowing trash makes me not have people over. Dirty laundry keeps me from wearing nice clothes and so on. So I try to keep myself motivated and clear-headed by keeping up on the house and it's so important.
And the cool part of having it organized on a calendar is that you only have to do, like I said, the few daily things and the one big task. You never worry about it. At the end of the day, things are done. And end of the week, things are done. And end of the month, everything's done. And this is a perfect topic because we just passed Ostera, or better known as the spring equinox, celebrated by people with similar practices as I. Ostera is the pagan celebration for those who don't know, for those who don't know of Auster. I think I'm saying that right. The thing is, I know the name, but I don't know how to say it. <laughs> oh no, it's like the mantras all over again. And this is the origin of the Christian holiday Easter which is coming up in April. In today's day and age, most families get together for dinner, put out eggs for the kids to find with money and candy in them, and dress up in Easter colors. It's a fantastic time of the year, a really great way to start off the spring season and get together with family and enjoy the weather. Back in the day, while being slightly different traditions, they are still the roots of today's practices. So you see a lot of similarities like cooking with eggs, giving offerings to nature with food and eggs like asparagus, decorating with pretty pastel colors like green, pink, and blue, and more. People deep within the pagan practice still to this day set up an altar to represent spring and give respect with anything that represents the holiday and time of the year, and then we meditate and pray on our gratitude and the plans for the year because Ostera is known as the time of the year where you plant the seeds for the next months to come until the end of the year, whether it be physical gardens or the seeds of what you need to do to achieve your goals, whether that be looking for a new home, starting a new job, starting a new habit, or really anything, you'll be harvesting the seeds that you plant right now, metaphorically and physically, in the late summer and early fall during harvest season. And ironically, we've talked about the last few episodes in the last few episodes about formulating solid, organized plans of action and tactics to stay motivated to achieve your goals this year. So even though I haven't mentioned Ostera or Spring Equinox yet, we were ironically talking about exactly what we needed to be talking about because it was on the 21st, and I know I posted around that time. And honestly, the saying goes, open up the house and spring clean. Spring is the perfect time to open every single door and window, let in the fresh warm air, and clean and declutter from the hibernation of winter. We've been doing it little by little, one project at a time, but we've had the windows open and we grill on every warm day and we've taken the baby on multiple walks to the river. I love this time of year when we can enjoy the vibes of spring and summer. The trees are blooming, the birds and squirrels are out doing their thing, and we're not holed up in the house because it's yucky out anymore. Summer's approaching so fast and spring. I just love it. These last few weeks of spring are a perfect time to get organized and make your home look amazing. I was just talking to my best friend, <clears throat> well, one of my close friends. I love her so much, but she lives far away now, and it's so sad. But anyways, I was just texting her about projects in the home and making our home our own and, you know, just updating and doing cool things to it because she just purchased a home, which congratulations, gorgeous. Um, and we're looking to purchase a home in the next few years, but the point is updates and she's going to be doing cool, fun, new updates to her brand new home to make it her own. And I love it so much. I can only do so much in a rental 
but I'm still doing it in my own ways without altering the home. You know what I mean? Like there's removable wallpapers I've been looking at. There's stickies I can put up on the windows. Um, I've been putting plants everywhere. There's decor and lighting everywhere. So without altering the house, I've been making it comfortable and me and Tyler, you know, <clears throat> but in the other or in the other day, <sighs> the other day I noticed as I was in the car, it was about two weeks ago. I noticed that it was like summer vibes. I was on my way to work and it was the very first time this year where I was like, oh my gosh. I took a breath of for fresh warm air, I turned up my car radio, opened the sunroof and jammed on my way to work because the sun was shining, the weather was beautiful, they had good music on the radio and it was just such a good time and I'm so ready for summer. But I feel like this summer is going to be tough for me because all I want to do when it's nice out is go on walks and be in the park and spend time outside. I've done it every single year since I became an adult at 18 or 19 and moved out I spend all my days. In the last four years, I haven't had a job. Like, I've had a job. I've made a lot of money. I've paid my bills. You know what I mean? I'm still working, but I haven't had a conventional job where I don't set my own schedule, work when I have the time, and make it work and make $1,000 a day. Like, I literally have to get ready and go to a job for anywhere from five to eight hours, 12 or 13 if it's a double, and it just is so tough for me because I'll be working afternoons, and that's always so sad when I get in the car and I go and I'm like man it's such nice weather and I'm stuck in this enclosed building I can't go breathe the fresh air and enjoy the sunset and be with my child and grill out for dinner like I'm gonna order food here and go home so that's something I'm kind of worried about because that kind of brings me sadness but I feel like as long as I make sure I have a lot of my morning and early afternoons spent outside and going on walks, and exercising outdoors, and cooking lunch outside, things like that. I can balance it with like doing things outside until I go to work, and I definitely think I have to because otherwise it'll be really hard for me to keep a job, <laughs> a conventional job, because I still have three other jobs, but I want this conventional job to pay my bills, but that's besides the point. And you know what? I anticipate this year to be one of the best summers I've had in a long time because I've broken down financial abundance blockages. I'm organizing my life, taking care of built up things that stress me out, and I fully anticipate finishing the summer with over 20K so I can go down to three days a week to pay bills and go more full time with real estate. I'm on the fast track to having more than that, but I just set my goal at 20K. I'm very excited for everyone else listening too because even if you don't like the heat of summer, it brings good times nonetheless and I'm excited for what's in store for you guys this season. And I kind of wanted to mention to you guys NFTs. I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard about them. I heard about them when they were like very, very new to the internet. Um, there weren't really many like websites to get a hold of them at all. It was very very new, a very weird situation. And completely honestly, it was a joke in the crypto community because a lot of you guys who know me or follow me on social media, you know that I've been in the crypto industry for six years now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Six years now. I was dealing with cryptocurrency and Bitcoin was the very first one ever to be made. <clears throat> like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I was dealing with cryptocurrency before any other ones other than Bitcoin came out. 
and you couldn't even get a hold of a Bitcoin on a website. You had to know someone who was mining it and personally selling it, and you had to deposit money into their account at a bank, and they had to send it directly to you. And there was a lot of trust instilled in that person because you were sending them 20 grand at a time, at least we were. So it was very weird, and now it's gigantic. So to follow cryptocurrency and all of its achievements and growth in the last six years, when the community heard about NFTs, we were like, that's a joke. That's, mm, no, there's not really any real-life utility like there is in crypto. It's not that great of an investment. Like, you could lose your money. It's not very safe. But doesn't everybody say something new isn't safe until it's everywhere? I mean, that's what happened with crypto, too. So... After about the last year and a half, two years since NFTs started growing, me and Tyler sat down like a week ago and we were like, you know what? Everyone said this about Bitcoin. The metaverse is going to happen. Everyone's talking about it. And these are going to have real life utility in the metaverse. So why not find the way to find the most trustworthy NFTs and profitable NFTs and just invest in it. I mean, screw it. People are making hundreds of thousands of dollars. We are very intelligent. We've been in this for years. We've tried tons of different investing tactics with cryptocurrency. We've found things that work and don't work. And I genuinely think we can take our intelligence to the NFT community. So in the last week, we've bought quite a lot. Tyler, a lot more than me. I think I have like 10 or 12 NFTs, but most of them I only spent like 25 bucks on. Some of them were $3.00. Seven, nine, ten, twelve dollars, and then some of them were twenty to eighty dollars, and then I have a hundred and five dollar one. Well, there's this community called the Gutter Gang. They have gutter cats, gutter pigeons, gutter dogs, and gutter rats. And Tyler was looking into them as I was looking at other verified collections, but they're like the next thing, the next big thing after. The Board Ape Yacht Club. And the Board Ape Yacht Club is something that blew up in the last year very fast and very large. There is so much money in it because the right influencers put a name to it and got people to invest. So now you can't get a Board Ape for like less than 10 Ethereum or more. And I think that's a low number. Like most of them are selling for multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars. So people are saying the Gutter Gang is the next big Yacht Club gang. I said that completely wrong. They said the gutter gang is the next big thing next to the Board Ape Yacht Club or any ape yacht club because they now have multiple collections and they're all expensive as crap. So he ended up buying a juice. They just today launched gutter juices, which were basically DNA vials, NFTs, of course that you can purchase at the floor price of 0.25 Ethereum, which right now is about seven dollars $800 because an Ethereum is about 3300 ish but I'll look it up later. So he bought a gutter rat and immediately started making a couple hundred dollars, and then we were looking at the floor price of the rats themselves, and they're above two Ethereums. So we were like, hmm... No matter what, when we mint this into a gutter rat, it's going to turn into two Ethereum, which is six grand. $700 to six grand is pretty good profit for a weeks of waiting. So we ended up buying another $900 one, and it's a gutter pigeon, which was the next one we were looking at as the next affordable species in the collection because dogs and cats are the most expensive. 
So we got a pigeon together and you can mint them today, but we're now it's 550 and we're trying to figure out how to mint them as I speak, but I don't know. I don't know. We're going to figure it out, but basically we've invested in a lot of different collections at different price ranges. We invested in Axie Infinity, which is a game and you buy all your characters. Most of my characters were $25 to $50. Most of Tyler's were $25 to $150. If you want really good characters, you're going to be spending $150 each, but you play the game, you earn money, you breed the characters, and you make money selling the characters as NFTs. So there's a lot of money in it. And if you get something rare, you can sell it for a hundred grand and people are buying them. That's the crazy part is that people have a hundred thousand dollars to spend on a game. I don't get it, but I also don't have a hundred thousand dollars of disposable income. So whatever. So we've just been putting money into it. So I'm curious to see what you guys know about NFTs, how you feel about them. If you have any, I have delved deeper into the NFT community recently as I did with crypto because I want to be informed. I'm looking at different collections that I want to invest in. And, you know, even though when they first came out and even now I think they're kind of a joke, I do see the real world utility now. I mean, people are doing good things with their NFT collections and some people are making games that are huge. People are making what's going to be cities in the metaverse and all kinds of stuff. So it's gonna blow up it's gonna keep going just like crypto the wave of influence on social media for my generation and the generations under is just insane so I mean they blow something up and they hold to it and it keeps blowing up so I genuinely think that nfts are the next wave and it's already happening as we speak so whatever me and Tyler are gonna invest some of our extra savings into that alongside all the things we've been doing with cryptocurrency so, I don't know. I'm curious to know if you guys have any NFTs, too. The Axie Infinity game's kind of fun as well. But Tyler cracks me up. As soon as we see something new we want to try out, he goes, like, all in. Like, he, he thinks about it, he sees it, and we really freaking, re like, research and plan and figure out what we want to do and how we want to do it before we dive into something new for investing or entrepreneurship. But he's so funny because the second he decides that he wants to, he just goes all in like crazy. And I'm the one who's like, mm, I'm going to be a little bit more logical and slower. And I'm going to take my time and invest little bits here and there. Make sure that I see a profitable gain before just like diving into it with thousands of dollars. But we're two different people and we both make a lot of money doing it. So it's kind of funny to see two different styles working. <laughs> But as a Virgo and someone with anxiety and perfectionism, seeing the way he does it is very anxiety inducing for me because I'm like, mm, I'm going to spend like $300 in a night testing out NFTs and figuring out what I want to do. And he's just like, I'm going to spend two grand and I think I'm going to make 10. And I'm like, I know you're going to make 10 or more, but like, oh my gosh, <laughs> dude is wild. And more recently, I've been thinking a lot about Pseudo Farm too, because when we closed down the store, I in no way, shape, or form was closing down the business because I have way too many bulk clients and regular clients to close down Pseudo Farm. My product took me five years to formulate and perfect, and it is well branded. It is a quality 
freaking amazing product with a large community behind it, no matter what troubles has have arisen from trying to make a store, it is still a wonderfully beautiful brand that helps people feel better, including myself. So there was no way, shape, or form that closing down the store was going to stop me doing Pseudofarm. Now, the unfortunate part is that I have a full-time job. I'm also a full-time realtor. That takes up a lot of time and money. I'm also a mother, and I also have to take care of my home for the things Tyler doesn't have time to do. So it's not exactly the easiest thing for me to post on Pseudofarm social medias anymore, which sucks because I prioritized that as a store owner for years. And before I had the store, I prioritized it because I was working from home with my three other jobs anyways. So I had the time to do a bunch of social media testing and see if I could get in following. And now I just don't have the time. So it's kind of unfortunate because I would really like to keep up on it. I have a beautiful community on socials for Pseudofarm and it makes me look like I'm running the business more. But at the same time, I'm still making really, really good headway with Pseudofarm, even not even touching social medias. So it's whatever, but we still work with wholesaling. I'm still putting it into different stores. We're working on that recently. Um, and I'm still doing real estate and stuff. So like Pseudofarm is so beautiful, you guys. I can't even... I love it so much. It's something that is so near and dear to my heart. It was heartbreaking to close down the store with all the regulars that we had. And it's just crazy to know how things happen. You know, things are meant to happen the way that they do. And that is totally fine. I knew that this whole time when we opened the store, the universe and God wanted us to open that store. I saw God's hand directly in front of my face, just opening doorways and giving me gates opening gates and giving me bridges to cross things and like literally just saw the hand of God paving a way for me to open that store through every single possible weird challenge and paving the way for us to make money stay open and do well through every single challenge when we had that store open we did so well despite COVID and despite a road shutdown that where no cars could go in front of the plaza and despite my manager stealing tens of thousands of dollars so like then I saw and it was very very hard to come to terms with I saw God's hand come back and say I think it's time to move on from having a store and it was very hard Tyler didn't want to accept that at first it was an argument and it just took a long time to like do things right and gain the courage to not have that open because as a CBD business it's still possible to run and I've already said that I'm running pseudo farm without a physical store and website but it's saving me so much time and money running a physical location or a website that doesn't make sales because algorithms push it down into the dirt or it's really hard to find a processor that actually takes payments and doesn't lock your money away so without the stressed money and time it takes to keep those things open I feel like Pseudofarm has been doing even better like it's honestly running smoother taking less time to take care of and it's just doing very well and when we have summer events that we can take the booth to that's gonna make boosts of cash and put us into the community even better in more faces than we did having a store so 
Pseudofarm is freaking amazing, and I would love for you guys to be able to get a hold of some of the products. I used to do giveaways on social media all the time. I used to give out free products and deals to people who came into the store all the time. I give insanely, insanely good, over 50% off deal prices to my bulk clients all the time. I just sold a bunch of bulk product to one of my regulars today who wanted to come through, and what's so crazy is I had a large stock ready for him because... That was like three times of him visiting and then all of a sudden he wanted the entire stock. So I have to completely restock and I got to send out two tinctures tomorrow to a regular and then I have to remake my salves because I just sold out of them and I have a couple of people asking for salves and I have a few people I want to give a salve to as I always do so that they can try it and see why I marvel over it and use it literally 15 times a day because I use it for everything. My face my lashes, my eyebrows, acne, my tattoos, moisturizing my entire body, shave cream, like anything you can imagine, a pain cream, a headache cream, like, ugh, it's amazing. So that's why it's sold out and I have to remake some. But yeah, I feel like this summer is going to be so cool and I was sitting down meditating about it, in, eh, well, not just last night, the last few days. I've been meditating on this summer a lot. And just my current actions and opportunities and income flows and all my responsibilities. And I just kind of realized in the car, like, holy crap, like I'm doing NFTs. That's going to be profitable because I already am privy to how to handle investments and things online like this because of crypto. And I have a regular job, which makes me so much money. It's a fantastic restaurant that brings business no matter what. And I also have pseudo farm and I'm also a realtor. Like I have so many good things going right now. And I know that everyone around me does because it's not just about me. Like this spring is bringing comfortability and opportunity to everyone around me. And it's so amazing because I love to see that I have the opportunity to be comfortable and abundant and focus on spiritual growth and taking care of my child instead of financial discomfort so to see that with everyone else is just so amazing and beautiful. And I would love to know that the listeners of this podcast and you guys are experiencing that too. It's the season for freaking abundance and growth and planting the seeds of the summer and the year to manifest and grow and harvest in the fall. And I'm so pumped to get to the point where I'm recording the October harvest season podcast close to my son's first birthday. And we're talking about all the beautiful things that happened through the summer, the achievements made, money saved, etc. And I know that you guys are going to be in a great place at the end of the summer too. So to end this podcast, I want to leave you guys with love. <laughs> I want to leave you with a reminder to clear out the clutter in your home, your car, your brain, and decorate with pretty pastels and don't rush the process. Take things day by day, bros, and know that wonderful things are meant for you this month and this season. This new moon and the spring equinox is a beautiful time to get organized with a structure to your goals and plans and do what keeps you motivated to accomplish them, okay? Don't forget to follow my podcast because, you know, when you guys follow my podcast, you receive notifications when we upload. <laughs> that's how I know all my favorite podcasts upload as well as this one. That's how I know it worked. <laughs> 
You guys can always text or Instagram me with your thoughts and requests and questions anytime you'd like to because my favorite part about this is conversing with you guys and meeting you. Check out my information below if you would like to follow me on Instagram or get in touch for yourself or anyone you know who needs a Northwest Ohio Realtor. I would love to speak with them. I can help them buy or sell the perfect home or investment property. That's one of my favorite things to do. I love houses and architecture and helping people find it. It's one of the biggest things in your entire life that you're going to do is buy a home or sell a home and buy a better one or buy an investment property to make money off of. These are some of the biggest things people do throughout their life. And I get to be a part of that. And my meticulous, organized, motivated, determined self gets to utilize my skills and brain and knowledge to find exactly what they're looking for in the exact price range they're looking for or sell their home for the price that they're looking for and go find the next best thing for what they want right now. And it's such a beautiful thing to see people in that moment, in that big move to just love the home they found and be so happy to actually get accepted and, you know, to learn about this process because I teach about the whole process or just everything about it is lovely. So I love being a realtor and I would love to speak with you guys if you're looking to buy or sell in Northwest Ohio or anybody that you know, totally happy to do so. And I'm happy to send you in the mail for free some of my business cards. I also have been doing that recently with people who ask and that's been working very well for me and for them because then they can just hand the person the card and not worry about it. Um, so don't forget to follow me. Come talk to me. Let me know how you feel. Sorry that you just heard my Facebook notifications. <laughs> and I wish you love and happiness. And I will see you guys in the next episode next week. I hope you have the most amazing new moon in the next few days. Make sure you do your self-care, whatever you feel you want to do. Set your goals and intentions. Clear your home. And I will see you next week with new love information and a podcast. Talk to you then.